What's up? What's going on? What's good? We are checking in here on August 9, 2021 through the Boxing Source Radio Show. I am your host, James Bell, the leader of the Boxing Source. Of course, you can follow us on social media through Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we also have a YouTube channel. Um, we got like a few things here that we're going to be talking about uh, here for this weekend. Of course, I uh, had some action. Uh, that did take place on August 7th. And then, you know, what's going down on uh, next week. Uh, but, you know, we're going to, you know, try to break down a few things here with, uh, you know, what's been going down. Of course, uh, a lot of the talk has been about, you know, what has happened over the weekend when it comes to um, the fight card that was, you know, headlined uh, there uh, with that. Iamana Stanionis against Luis Calazo, but also, um, especially uh, what happened in the undercard, which we will definitely uh, get into here in a bit, um, because <laughs> it looks like we've, <laughs> we've had a good amount of uh, things uh, happen um, since that time that, you know, with a little bit of investigation, uh, kind of like going into one of the uh, judges that was part of that particular fight uh, between Gabriel Mastre and Michael Fox. And uh, I'm telling you, this is, uh, that was really a uh, fight that <laughs> you talk about, uh, some people say that might be one of the uh, biggest uh, robberies of the year. Um, because like, if you watch that fight, I mean, even even with the uh, knockdown that was scored by, uh, you know, Michael Fox in the second round, like he definitely fought the better fight over the course of those rounds. Uh, and, you know, it was something where, you know, uh, Gabriel Mastre, he ain't, he hasn't even been past five rounds uh, in his short professional career. But of course, he had like one of those extended amateur careers where, you know, they have about 300 or 400 amateur fights and then they don't become like a professional until they're like in their late thirties or mid thirties or something like that. As you know, uh, Maestre is uh, currently 34 years old and, you know, he only had like three uh, pro fights before this one here against Michael Fox. And, you know, that, and, uh, and the thing was, it was like he had to, you know, basically um, adjust because, you know, he had a, uh, you know, original uh, opponent that wasn't, you know, available for him, you know, because uh, of, um, you know, the uh, like injuries and stuff like that. But uh, then uh, Michael Fox came in as a replacement opponent and, he definitely fought his fight. You know, he was, you know, going in there, um, you know, as the six foot three, about six foot three or six foot four, you know, um, fighter. And he definitely, you know, used all of that, how you're supposed to uh, against a, you know, a shorter fighter in Gabriel Maestre. Maestre was trying to, you know, get into the inside and, and try to bully him you know, uh, Fox on the inside, but he really couldn't do that after about, you know, let's say six or seven rounds. Like the way that 
Michael Fox was just, you know, boxing, moving, moving with his back foot, you know, uh, using a jab very effectively over the first half of that particular fight. And then he increased that amount of offense with the jab in the second half of the fight. And my straight just was, you know, getting a little bit frustrated, had been winging a lot of power shots. Um, wasn't very, you know, efficient and effective over the second half of that particular fight. And, you know, it just looked like it was going to be a clear victory for Michael Fox. I mean, if you, you know, watched it live and you seen the uh, unofficial uh, scorecard from uh, Marcos Vegas, he he only gave him like, he only gave uh, Gabriel Maestre like the first round and then like the next 10 or so, nine to 10 rounds, he pretty much scored for Michael Fox for like, you know, controlling the pace, uh, throwing the jab, like I was saying uh, there at effective times. Um, was uh, very good with his defense, even though uh, Gabriel Maestro was able to get to the inside at times. He really didn't uh, affect Michael Fox with the body shots and the power shots once he got to the inside. And, you know, even though it looked like Michael Fox was, you know, backing himself up uh, to the ropes, it wasn't to the point where he would he was in much danger. He knew that he only had like a little bit of time to be on the ropes and they got out of the ropes. Uh, so he didn't, you know, allow uh, Gabriel Maestro to trap him. So I, I just felt like it was, you know, easily like a at least nine rounds for Michael Fox. But it went to the scorecards, and the scorecards, you know, this uh, David Singh had it in one fourteen, a one thirteen. John Mariano had a 115 to 112, and Gloria Martinez Rizzo scored it 117 to 110 for the winner, Gabriel Maestre. And it was like, oh my God. Now, I want to add in a uh, contributor to the boxing source. Of course, it is the president of the Deontay Wilder fan club, Mr. Matthew Brown. What's going on, man? Oh, so cheating and corruption do exist in boxing, huh? <laughs> oh. Uh, hey, 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 hey. Uh, uh, I, uh, I guess uh, race does matter. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Oops, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Whoops, did I say that? Whoops. Yeah. My <laughs> like, bad. Yo, <laughs> you had the perfect circle of the Bomb Squad Revenge Tour happen Saturday night. You had the glove fiasco, which explained what Tyson Fury did perfectly. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> the commission ain't catch shit. Okay, I just want to point that out. What said, a commission did not catch shit. Okay. You had a oh, crab no. in the barrel referee. Okay, who was going to allow... Well, actually, the referee stopped it. Let, let me not get on the referee. But that <laughs> that woman judge, that woman judge, that woman judge. <laughs> now let me stop fighting. It was all the judges, and I gotta be honest. Yeah, was. I, I'm kind of tired of talking about it already. <laughs> oh my god, it was just. Uh... Oh, that was just bad. That was just... Yeah, it really was. 
And I'm like, okay. I, I mean, I know that, you know, you, you, uh, he was originally preparing for like Cody Crowley, but like everybody was talking about, oh, this Gabriel Maestre, you know, we had like 550 amateur fights and now he's a pro and he's about to, you know, have a uh, interim title in like his fourth professional fight. And I'm like, oh man, this is Bro, just, 34 uh, years old. 34, man. Like, like, how did he even get caught up with PBC? Uh, like, honestly, and I, I don't, I'm not. <laughs> all right, let me put my tinfoil hat on real quick. Oh, man. All right, you, might have, you might have to edit this out. Uh, man, I, how, man, come on, I don't do filters, bro. You know that. How we know PBC wasn't in on this shit? Ooh. Because look at it this way. The WBA has been very generous with PBC. Mm -hmm. So how do we know that as a stipulation of that, hey, take care of my countryman, who's uh, a career amateur, 34 years old, can't draw flies to shit, and apparently can't even fight. And you you scratch my back and I'll scratch yours, that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, and, and you saw oh, Joe Goosen right. call that shit out right away on the air. He was yep. like, look, the WBA, Venezuelan organization, there's fighters from Venezuela, he's sponsored by the WBA. You do already know what it is. Yep, no doubt. Let me add in another uh, you know, <laughs> person to come in here. Uh, live, live with this is Nika. What's going on? Hey. Nika! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> yeah, <so> wow. <laughs> It's been a minute. I know, right? How it's you guys doing? Wow, thank thank you for slumming it up with us, Nika. <laughs> wow. This is not slumming it up. You are so stupid. Nika coming <laughs> off the pedestal, off the <laughs> throne, really? off the really? off the no. boxing versus throne, no, off the like women that. crush Wednesday throne. <laughs> To join us, what? Yo, you are doing the most. Oh my god! <laughs> no, you know I be tired. You never send the link in the in the chat. To, to that is true. So don't don't do me like that. I did not forget time, this time. It's the first time you've added the the link in the chat, and I hopped on. So don't even. Yes, try I did it. not forget this time. <laughs> see, see, so you get, so we gotta blame Matt on that one. Man. <laughs> yeah. blame Matt on that one. Same time I come yeah. off the pedestal, he ain't never posted the damn link. Uh, now you sound like Lefty. <laughs> So wait, I, I I hopped in on something about you. It looked like he was going against PBC. What did I miss? What, you're talking about well, the, not, the, the not, Michael Fox well, fight? We don't want to call it going against PBC. I'm just saying, it just so happens that the WBA, who is very PBC friendly, like it, it feels like PBC has every WBA belt imaginable. You know, it's amazing that PBC signs this 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 fighter that nobody cares about. He's 34 years old. He's from Venezuela, just like the WBA president. You know, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that this guy is getting a shot with PBC. Yeah, so I, I thought so too. Like, so you think that he was given a shot by PBC because of their relationship with the WBA? Correct. That's what I think. And I, and and I, and I, and I would like to co-sign that as well. 
Yeah, I will stand on that. It was clear as day on Saturday. I mean, it was clear as day. It was clear as day. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how they're going to rectify the situation, but, you know, they made that statement and they put out saying that they're going to have the, you know, re-ju- rejudge the fight or whatever and maybe do a rematch. And it's like, what? Shouldn't but how is a no- rematch going to help? That's what bothers me. Yeah, a rematch is not going to help this kid. No, not at all. I wouldn't even want to fight again with them. Like, why should he trust anything that has to do with the WBA or anything? I mean, just alone the the tweets that the lady was doing this whole entire like we we well I'm gonna say that we because we are boxing Twitter we made her delete her account. <laughs> like it took it took a, it didn't even take a whole day. <laughs> yeah, she probably needed her grandson to help her recover her password so she could delete the account. You delete delete the account, but hey, those tweets are, are saved forever and ever. So <laughs> that's a fact. So, so for, for what 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 you, you say, Matt? First you had Magamel, now you have Mago Rizzo. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's just so funny to me that people get on Deontay Wilder when he calls this stuff out. Everybody talks shit about Wilder. Oh, Wilder's just making excuses. There's no racism in boxing. The commissions never mess up. They don't mess up nothing with the gloves. The commissions catch everything. And we saw it all in one fucking night. <laughs> like all in 12 rolled into yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. That was just, that was just wild. All the way wild, yo. And I'm like, ah. See this that see this be the type of stuff that you know has people turned off for of the sport of boxing because you have like all stages of corruption happening in one one whole fight card. Yo, and yep. that's just wild. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, and I, I, I think it got so much attention because the card was so trash, people was angry already. So, <laughs> to have such a trash, boring card, and you still cheated, like, they're probably like, enough is enough. I mean, but don't you think the fix was already in from the giddy up? I mean, starting with the gloves. Exactly. That was crazy. That was real crazy. That was and crazy. I for his father catching that. God knows. I mean, I don't think he would have did any damage to him no way, but... Of course. They like, said that um, skin in the gloves makes the knuckles uh, I think go like perfect. really into the glove past the pattern and makes it really uh, dangerous for the opponent. No, I'm, I'm not saying that it wouldn't do damage to a fighter, but I'm saying like he was that... He wasn't that... Too, I don't want to say trash, but he was... <laughs> He was that trash. I don't even think that he would have even did damage to him. That's how good Michael Fox was that night. Yeah, uh, that is even, true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, not yeah, a they should, they should They should have this thing changed to a no contest. Just no, yeah. just give him the victory. Give him the victory. That's it. Yeah, because uh, he, he, he oh, I'm, I'm in the room. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you know. Okay. Cause, uh, yeah, I gotta. If my phone messed up, it's. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we hear you, love. How to play us? He gonna say that I came off my pedestal to come on the show. Ain't this the first time that he ever posted the link in the chat? Yeah, one of the first times. It's like it's it's his second time. 
when was second, the first time? He posted it a long time ago. He did because we always get on them talking about he talking about they never tell us when the show start. I had to set my notifications so I know. <laughs> nah, my phone, my phone might mess up. My phone might mess up because I got a uh, TikTok video going viral that Matt was trying to steal from me. So. Oh, but I posted it first. Tell about three decade eighty-eight. This man Yo. is addicted to TikTok. Oh my god, they need to sponsor yeah, I love you. TikTok too. They Yo. need to sponsor Chicken Talk because you are definitely their number one yeah. fan. Yeah, cause uh, yeah, I, yeah. Listen, I ain't e- I ain't even really on TikTok like that. And I'm like, goodness, y'all just been mad on there. Be like every oh, 10, yeah, 10 I love seconds. Yeah, y'all be on that joint like every ten seconds. I'm like, my goodness, yo. Oh man, I thought, it, I thought it was just for kids until I started seeing all them asses pop up and shaking. And- <laughs> <laughs> now he's hooked. Nah. Nah, it, nah, but you, but you, you, like no, you, you like every kind of videos because you be coming in there with like the most random ass videos with cats and dogs oh, yeah. <laughs> and like. See, but see, that's oh, the thing man. about TikTok. You see, like whatever you think in TikTok, gonna show that shit on your screen for some reason. Going, yeah, yeah, I can random. tell what kind of rabbit hole you Bro, are. Their their algorithm, their ag- algorithm, whatever is like better. The best al- algorithm online, period. No, I feel like I know what rabbit no, hole you're going down, um, depending on the, the videos you post in the chat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I get a, like, Instagram right, might have la- a on that. La- lazy, lazy is on, uh, lefty's on, um, ask tonight, because that's what he posted in the chat. Today, he's on food. You know, I can tell by the, what rabbit hole you're going down, <laughs> by the videos you post. But yeah, yeah, I've been go, I've been going through, um, this judge's, uh, scorecards. Yeah. Listen, whenever you got a black no guy against a Latino, I'm over uh, I swear to God, <laughs> I swear to God. How do you find? How can you find her or her um her judge? Oh, box from, yeah, box box oh, okay. Yep. I'm looking through them. It's not looking good, Gloria. <laughs> like. Oh my god. Like you know god. what's crazy is that I knew that she was either either from Nicaragua or from Cuba. Cause when they said she was from Miami, I was like, Yo, she was a Trump, she was a Trump fan. I knew that she was either gonna be Cuban or Nicaragua because I, I know some Nicaraguans who are like hardcore MAGA fans and supporters and sure enough, she's a Nicaraguan from and who lives here in Miami. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm like, how do you like but score have round a five through round twelve all for Gabriel Maestre? Like that's he, he can't. He doesn't have the. Doesn't he have enough to file some type of a case? I guess, like you know, fight this because I feel like this keeps happening because no fighters ever like fight this. You know, they just take the L and just go on. You know, and just try to do better next time or like make sure they knock the person out. They don't ever like. They don't ever fight for what's right. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, is like, you know, what would be the end result? Will they just ban the judge from judging any other fight or whatever it is? So he needs to get he needs to get his W because that's rightfully what happened. He won that fight, and they need to she needs to step down from whatever position they they just you know made up for her because she obviously is 
they sh- I saw a picture of her on her Twitter that she posted when she passed a little class that the WBA gave her. They probably just told her to count to three and then they gave her the certificate. <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't know. Maybe, maybe that. Maybe that's. Maybe that's what it takes to be a judge in some cases. So, you know, just be able to, yeah, just count to three and and just, uh, you know, just sit there and then just look like you're paying attention and that's pretty much it. You know. Yeah. But, but like, yeah, that that whole thing was just wild. Like, how do you? Like it was almost like a clean sweep from round five to round twelve for Maestro, and I'm like, he ain't even must do nothing. <laughs> nothing, absolutely nothing. I know that something's not right, and and we when all boxing Twitter is on the same page. <laughs> yeah. When boxing yeah. Twitter is on the same page, you fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I mean everybody seeing how bad how bad that was, then yeah. He, yeah, you know, you know, you done messed up with with that one, and it's like, 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 uh, you know, Matt was saying because of the, because the overall card, like the overall interest in the card, wasn't really that high. <laughs> this is pretty much what they're gonna, you know, uh, focus on, because you know, you only had that that standing on this Colazzo thing, only went four rounds, and oh my god, that that Devin Alexander Santa Maria fight, oh my god. I'm sorry. That, oh my God, that was just what they only had like each each fighter had like 50 punches landed in like 10 rounds or something. I was like, oh my God. And it was supposed to be at 147 and, and Devin Alexander didn't make weight. Really? <laughs> so, really? Yeah. So, I wasn't so, I wasn't even paying attention to his fight. To be honest. <laughs> you did uh, uh to be honest, you didn't really miss much at all. He didn't miss much at all with but that. But I, 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 I saw that he like tore a muscle or something. And his arm, his yeah, but, yeah, but, Did he tear his yeah, bicep? Yeah, that that fox, those fox cars have been horrible. Well, listen, I mean, listen. I, they're going down. I, I tried to tell people. Remember when the little birdie, when the little birdie was trying to tell people? I got so much clapping. <laughs> <laughs> they, they they have to at least. I mean, you could. The thing about it, you don't have to put on names in order to put on a yeah. Titan card. Yeah, you can put on some. You you got to have better matchmaking. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's not let's not go there with with Fox because we did just have the fight of the year on Fox a couple of weeks ago. But it's still. I'm sorry. What? What was the fight they're, of the year? They're not going to renew the contract uh, with versus Apoche. I'm just saying. Well, oh. my thing is, I, they're not going to renew that contract, so I feel like they're not giving them as much love and care that they should. Like, you know, this 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 fight was in Minnesota, and they gave all those tickets out. Like, it, it's it's not making money, <laughs> and you know, because Artman got called out for a, <laughs> you know, you can box and ask for everything. He was saying, if I would have known this was going to happen, I would have never purchased this ticket. And he posted his tickets prior, and they were comp, so it had the $0 amount on there. <laughs> and they were like, you didn't even pay for your ticket. What are you talking about? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, Y'all wait, wait, wait. Y'all missed that tweet? Uh, <laughs> I can't believe you missed that, Lefty. <laughs> 
Wait, wait. Oh, wait, yo. Hold up. Hold up. Yo. He posted he posted a picture of the tickets. Told money pay for First no. First he posted the tickets at you know, saying he was um he said, I haven't been to a fight in a long time. Good to do go, you know, go to a fight. And he posted his tickets in his hands. And um, mm-hmm. then after this thing happened with Fox, he was like, if I would have known this was this crisis was going to happen, I would have never bought these tickets or whatever. So then, you know, somebody from the UK retweeted him and posted the picture that he pre- um, previously posted. And they circled the dollar amount on the ticket <laughs> and the comp because it clearly said comp and it was zero dollars. <laughs> it was just like, right, technically, you didn't buy your ticket. <laughs> just like, wow. Yeah, Yo, Art Man's a funny dude, man. <laughs> and then he goes, and then he goes, yeah. So what? I didn't pay for the tickets. What's your point? <laughs> this is like you just said that if you wouldn't know this was gonna happen, you wouldn't have bought the tickets. <laughs> that was the point. He could have really defended. He could have really defended. Oh my god! He could have defended because it was right there on in the picture that he posted. Oh. <laughs> uh. Poor, poor art, man. Poor art, man. Poor, poor so what, else, what, else, what else went on this weekend? Anything interested in boxing? I didn't watch no boxing this weekend. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Listen. Um, oh, you didn't watch that fight? Like, so the I ain't watched none of that shit, man. Uh-huh. I was out. Like, you, you think I got time? You were karaoke. Yeah, I got time to watch that shit. Listen. <laughs> Yo, just, I mean, just being straight up, Matt wouldn't watch, like, any fights that were, you know, up this weekend. He wouldn't watch no... Michael Conlon special yeah, divisions yeah. every other week. He oh, no, there were some other fights. There were some other fights. I didn't watch that shit. I didn't watch it either. You know, I don't watch it. He card. wouldn't watch. He definitely wouldn't watch no Kid Galahad versus Jazza Dickens. Hell he no. definitely wouldn't watch that. So I don't need. And, 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 and he wouldn't Robert? even watch. And he wouldn't even watch Ebony Bridges against Hell that company. No. <laughs> but, you know, I find it so he crazy that, that there it, it's so crazy how her fans are like making this win so like iconic. It, this lady was freaking three and nine. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 is it? Wait, oh yeah, I forgot. This is supposed to be what? Uh, uh, Ebony Bridges is supposed to be the next Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Is, that, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Supposed, supposedly, the guy mentioned as the next Muhammad Ali in like promoting. That's what he said. Well, no, that's what she's not. She's not even good, but she she's not even good at that. No, I give it to her. She does herself well because we're look, we're talking about her now. Like she she makes a buzz for herself. But I don't, I don't be seeing enough ass. <laughs> I was gonna say something mean, but I don't wanna I don't wanna stoop to her level. But I feel like she's not what she says she is because the first fight that she big fight that she had, she lost. She got her ass beat. And then they give her this next fight and then it's against a three and nine and she's acting like she knocks somebody out that's like so official. It's like, girl, this lady's three and nine. You you was supposed to knock her out. You you look, if she was promoting herself well, she would be Jake Paul. She got uh, more uh, boxing experience well, no, than Jake she, Paul. She she's been yeah, boxing well, longer than him, but he's headlining cards already. Yep. 
She's still on undercard, so she can't be promoting that. Promoting means it's just selling tickets, not that I, you're I, not. I, he's I, not boxing goals. He's making more. I, he's making more money and stuff than regular boxers do. I don't even understand how, how how is she more legit than Jake Paul is. She's not. She's not. <laughs> yeah, they they try to act like she is. Of course, I mean. I, I just think we're we're, these are, these we're are not really overrating a, a few horny British guys. Exactly. Yeah. It's, just, it's just a few of them. Yeah. It's, not, it's a lot of them. It's not I'm sorry, but that's pretty much what it is. That's that's it's pretty much what them. it is. And yeah, there is there is a lot of them. There is a lot of them. And I, I'm they're, just they're putting it out there. They're to get her rematch with um Shannon Courtney. Shannon like Courtney, she, yeah. She don't need she don't a rematch with her. Yeah, I don't think so. Why should she go back? Why should she go back? She got the bill. She won the bill. Why should she give you a rematch? You just beat somebody that's three and nine. Like what? What have Cause you they, done? Because they don't have anybody else to fight her against. That's what. Yeah. That's what this, I'm that's talking what about for both is. people. For both people. Yep. They don't have anybody else to fight her against. They know that at least if they put those two together, that at least both of them can make decent money. Well, she's 34. Also, like, come on. Yeah. Now. Like. Oh, she's 34. Yeah. She's 34. Yeah. Ah, she washed. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna it because a 45 year old just beat somebody not so long ago. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about it. Speaking of that, that thing, thing dropping pots all over the place. What's going on? <laughs> oh, that's me. I'm cooking. <laughs> he bought his fried chicken. I'm surprised he didn't do a chicken talk today. Did you? No. Yeah, yes. Talk about. Uh, no, Nike, we were about to say something. Yeah. Oh, speak. Um, speaking of the forty-five-year-old that beat this boxer, this younger boxer, did I did y'all see that tweet and delete that um, Sulem <laughs> Rubina did about um selling sweaty socks, and then she tagged. She's hashtag. Oh, come foot on. Fetish. Foot fetish. She has to have foot fetish. So I retweeted her and I said, "Ooh, going that going outside." And I said, "Keep your kids, keep your little girls far away from this kind of stuff." And then she deleted the tweet. You know, <laughs> but you know I, what? I only did that because I only did that because she was talking about Simone Biles and how she couldn't handle the the pressure and the greats would never do that. But I retweeted her and I said what I had to say, and, and she deleted her tweet so quick she could she couldn't handle the pressure. Yeah, so. and the thing about it, she only feel like she got to do that because, because she and lost, and she know, yeah, be, and she know that's maybe she could get some of them horny British dudes. She could go there and make a couple more, a couple more dollars. Like, I've seen her feet. She ain't selling shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, I'm just saying that, that that's that's now. what she sees she's as her it. as her as her next step. Yeah. That OnlyFans coming out soon. <laughs> Oh man, that's 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 not a good look. That's why I'm like, I see the feet, I see the feet too, and like, I'm like, the feet ain't like like that to be posting on there to try to hashtag no foot fetisher. But you know, I'm not a, I'm not a guy, and I don't, I'm not a foot fetisher. But I don't think that they're that that's anything to be putting on there. They look like Flintstone feet to me, but whatever. Well, I think hopefully this is the first and last time that we ever talk about foot fetishes on the boxing tours. Yeah, but yeah. see that how sad is, <laughs> how sad is that that we have that, that it that it has come up because that's what they're bringing into women's boxing. How sad is that? <laughs> yeah, they need to bring back Clarissa Shields, honestly. Yeah, like bring her back. Her fight just got postponed. Did you see that? 
What an MMA joint? <clears throat> yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever her next fight was, or, uh, it just got postponed. Yeah, you know man, they might they might as well go ahead and just make that fight with Savannah Marshall. Just go ahead and get that over with. You know, yeah. good and damn well, Eddie Hearn is not making that fight. You need to stop it. <laughs> I know. Because, <laughs> yeah, ain't no way that they're going to have, you know, uh, Savannah Marshall lose early in her career like like he's been setting up those other fighters over in the U.K. But you know what's funny, though? You call, you call it early in her career, but she went pro only a couple months after Shields. It's just yeah. that they they do the European thing. They 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 slow walk you. You have this mm -hmm. long amateur career beating up on teenagers, but yet you still being ha having your hand held in the pros. Meanwhile, Clarissa Shields is undisputed in two uh, weight divisions. Come on now, yeah. they hold yeah. us to a higher standard. Yeah. What, what do y'all think about the um? Because I know you saw the tweet for uh for Franchon Cruz, how she was kind of ranting about um not being not getting fights and stuff like that. She's been pretty much put on the shelf for Golden Boy. That's because right? that's Boy, right? they, that, that, that's Boy, another right? one too. Yeah, but that's she another one too. They they they're redoing their contract with. The zone with China, they don't even know if they're gonna extend them too. So they, nah, you nah. that yeah, but no, no, no. How come? How come she's put on the shelf and she, she? No, but I'm up. saying if you know, if you notice after this Virgil yeah. fight, oh, because that, because she beat that Mexican girl that they all want to win. That could be fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what do we say, Alejandro? Alejandro, what's her Alejandra, name, man? <laughs> Alejandra. Yeah, that's Alejandro Jimenez. 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 Yeah. Jimenez, yeah. The one that took this. Yeah, it's man. As soon as I, as soon as I heard like, like, uh, 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 she's on something. Uh, she's on something. Listen, what? I, I'm sorry, but, but she looks like uh, uh, who was it? Uh, she looked like uh, Jesse Vargas. Maravilla. No, she looked like Maravilla. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, Sergio. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, yo. Oh <laughs> no, my point was that she's with Golden Boy, and they put her on the shelf, but they they're pushing someone like Sulem. She's coming off a loss. And but they and then her next fight was a championship fight. Well, yep. in fairness to Golden Boy, a title I don't fight, a title fight. Feel yeah. like they put her on the shelf. She was supposed to be on the TFEMO Cambosis card. Well, she's she's, she's ranting for something. Canceled. She's ranting for something. Well, because well, they're I'm not getting out of the fights. Yeah, because yeah, the I'm thing saying. is, is like she ain't put in a um, position to have another fight. Like you, we have uh, Michael Hunter. You know. Um, he had his fight on Triller, you know, last week, the past weekend. Yeah. So, like, why, why isn't she in the fight? Exactly. But they put someone who's coming off of a loss in a title fight, but she, who has the belt, can't get no fights. Like, they're not, they're not, they're not handling her right. And that's why she was like, "I'm doing everything right, but I'm not, you know, I'm still doing everything wrong." She was, she was crying pretty much on on Twitter about well, it. Well, to to me. I think uh, these women fighters, they need to start manufacturing rivalries to get people more interested. Like, why isn't Franchon fighting Pretty Beast? You know, something like that. Who is well, Pretty you Beast? Know who I need to call uh, for Raquel. that? Raquel. Raquel Miller. Miller. Raquel Miller. 
Well, what was the last game she And in all of these, and all of them, pretty much were in the fights in the amateurs. They were in like competitions, yeah. for, like trials and everything. So like, you had Raquel Miller, Clarissa Shields, Franchon Cruz, Tika Hemingway, Tika Hemingway, like Queen Underwood. All of them were like all competing against each other. And the only ones that actually fought was Clarissa and Franchon. And that was in their first fight. It's crazy. Uh, it is crazy. Uh, you know, but but they can't like you know come up with or making up making these fights against each other in the pros. I mean that that to me doesn't make that much sense. You know, I don't see why they ain't doing it. Yeah, it's not it's not like there's a lot of women fighters. First of all, most people don't care about women boxing. Let's keep it real. A lot of people don't care. Not a lot of people pay to see it. You should you should be able to treat women's boxing like UFC. UFC, yeah. I think they're gonna have Connor versus Dustin Poirier part ten. You know, they they just <laughs> all recycle the same fighters and the same fights. That's how women's boxing should be. Let let these girls keep fighting each other like a round robin. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's something. Yeah, that's the best thing they I mean, can you do. You got people cause... trying to sell their fake pictures and shit online, and they they need something. What was it? Uh, they did a uh, the last thing with Clarissa Shields. They did what an all female pay per view. Yeah, I bought that. Yeah, I bought it. You know, but she had to do uh, something because she can't. I don't think she she don't have a Showtime deal no more, right? Right. No. So she she that was her pretty much putting that show herself, her promotion thing. Well, she needs to do something. They need to bring Shields back. Because, honestly, women's boxing is not interesting enough for me without Clarissa Shields. I don't care about They need to pay her. They need to pay her. Well, we got to get uh, Dimitri Salida and, and, and get some answers, man. We need some answers from Dimitri Salida about that. What's yeah, he dropped the ball. They gotta stop signing with these bum promoters, man. No offense to Salida, but but she resigned. She resigned with him. Yeah, it's just not working out. But I think she's happy out, with. Man. I think she's happy with him because now he has her in the MMA thing and stuff like that. So she's happy with him. Yeah, just you know, putting her in positions to where she wants to, you know, do her own thing or you know, do whatever she wants. So. Yeah. I mean, if that if that's what happy. that's what works for her, then you know more power to her on that one. But you know, like yeah, I was saying, I mean, you could have had all these good matchups happening, you know, women's boxing, but they're just not, you know, making the moves to do it. But he got to get her fights. Exactly. You know. Yep, but <clears throat> it's like, um, like, uh, what you know? What other options are there? You know, it's not like there's a, you know, a deep class of fighters for her to fight. And the other fights that, you know, they tried to, you know, boost up for, they're like in lower weight classes. She's already went up to what super middleweight and you know middleweight and all that. And the the more marketable fights for her. All of those uh, fighters are like a welterweight or lower. So, and she ain't going down to no one forty-seven. Yo, that ain't happening. So, I mean, what else is uh, available to her? Like, if I check this thing for what 
box rec, there's only like 36 fighters or 35 other fighters in their current division that she's in. So, and most of them are probably like 40 something years old. I've been <laughs> well, looking at these women divisions. Yo, it'd be 50 yeah. year olds in this motherfucker. <laughs> so, it's not like it's so like big that you can't like rally everybody together. Uh, I yeah. just don't understand why women's boxing has such trouble gaining traction. You thought that with the rise of Clarissa Shields, that this was going to be the catalyst for women's boxing to not become mainstream, but at least to be taken more seriously. And you know, to me, it seems like it's going backwards. Yeah, I mean, you, you would have thought it would like get a boost, like how uh, the women's soccer team got a boost when yeah. So, and they were able to get like you know pro leagues and all types of stuff with with that you know off that momentum. But you know, here with uh, women's boxing having you know an American win two gold medals, and you know it just still didn't move the needle enough to have the sport grow. Um, you know, not just like worldwide, but just in the United States too. So yeah, yeah. two gold crazy. medals, two time undisputed in different weight classes. The 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 fastest, the fastest to undisputed in boxing history, and and you, you can't get a fight. Can't get a fight. Yeah, nope. that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. And get no fights, even though we've had like multiple, what is it, multiple uh, fighters call her out, <laughs> including Raquel Miller. Yeah. Who hey, is you Raquel, Raquel Miller Raquel? with? Like, who, who's her promotion? Like, who, who is she signed with? Because I feel like she hasn't fought in forever. Oh, uh, like, she. We're going You're gonna have to talk to your boy about that, Jr. Your boy Charles, because he <laughs> supposedly he was her new advisor. He was gonna get her all these big fights. He brought her on the show. We talked to her. You know, she was talking <laughs> that good talk. That was two years ago, and she yeah, still ain't right? fight yeah. since. Uh, yeah, that was two years ago. She still ain't fight since. Wow. Yeah, I'm like I don't I don't remember I don't remember like she was supposed to, like like she she had like a interim title and she was supposed to fight the the WBA champ yeah in that weight class and you know that fight has never it never materialized or anything like that you yeah know? but even, even she's thirty six yeah. yeah man it, it's it's just you know wild how. You got like all of these fighters, you know, that are there and available, but <laughs> just still not fighting. And I'm like, y'all, y'all could have had this thing starting and going, you know, especially, especially over this past year, they could have set these fights up, you know, like have them be part of these cards, but they, they still didn't do that. You know, that's wild. Yeah, to you me, know, women's boxing is just like women's basketball. Uh, to make money, you got to go overseas because nobody cares here. <laughs> like the WB, it's, it's, it's WNBA has existed for uh, over 25 years and, you know, maybe still hasn't, like, moved the needle as much as uh, they thought it would, so. Yeah, but how much of that is Clarissa Shields' fault? Because one thing, I'm not going to say that I don't like about her, 
because you know I, I I love Carissa Shields, but she has been very dismissive of these girls that want to fight her if she feels like they're not on her level. And to me, you got to do the Floyd thing. Build up your opponent. Make people interested in these people fighting you. And then whoop their ass. So you remember uh, Atika Hemingway wanted to fight her. Oh, that fat bitch need to lose some weight first. And like, <laughs> she's going to be fighting. Like, she need to lose some motherfucking weight. That fat bitch. I'll fuck that fat bitch up. Well, now nobody wants to see that fight. Yeah. See? And trained by Roy Jones. Roy Jones, yeah. That would get people interested. Yeah. But but nope. Marissa Shields just immediately dismiss her. It's like like the only only fighter that Clarissa Shields likes is Fran Sean, and that's it. Yeah. And I'm like, everybody else, she's like, oh, not in my league. She shouldn't even be in the ring with me. Uh, I don't even know why y'all talking about this girl. Exactly. <laughs> if you got it like that, then do a Joe Lewis bum in a month club. <laughs> or at least something. But at least, you know, get in there and, you know, get in there and fight. You know, that that's the thing about it. What are you going to do? Just sit there and be on the shelf? You know, you probably, I mean, she could probably end up having a instance where she's not going to be in the ring for another six to eight months. Yeah, it's a damn shame. You know, and yeah, and that's not, you know, that's not good for her and that's not good for the sport. Um, yeah. But, I mean, you'll see how that goes. But um, next up, man, um, you're looking forward to well, I don't know about you, Matt, because you don't like any you don't like any fighters under you know 147 pounds, with the exception of Guillermo Rigondeaux. Let's go, baby. Uh, so he's got his you know thing coming up uh, here. Going I don't know who's running his account. What? Who's running his account? His Twitter account. It's him running his account. You think so? Yeah. Of course. Cause he he's been sending people to hell. Hey, listen, you you think you think uh Twitter ain't got no no translator? Come on now, yeah, that's true. Cause he, no, didn't no. he send little didn't Rigo uses little... not Rigo. Uh, the other dude uses a translator. Ugas, you can tell he uses a translator. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's Ugas. He's a translator. He got a whole song verse to freaking translate. That's why he uses a translator. <laughs> it's just be paragraph. He yeah. used every character, every character for his, his tweets. But how do we think Rigo versus Casemiro is going to go? Well, well, Casemiro said that he he says that he can make it an easy fight, and then he he just wants Rigo to have some guts and be the exciting fighter that he's shown recently. I'm like, okay, but like I I just think that like uh, Rigo. Rigo will have uh, more power than Casemiro expects, and it, it's going to just throw off his whole game plan early, and then Rigo's going to dominate late. Is it going to be an exciting fight? Because I was, that's what everybody always cries about. Like, his fights are, like, boring. Well, I, don't find, I don't find Rigo boring. But you don't be yeah. seeing Twitter. Boxing Twitter always talk about that. 
Yeah, but yeah, that's boring. He uh, born, but hell, I grandpa, like that. Isn't on his account. Huh? Grandpa, grandpa, wife who uses the account. I don't know. J. Rose saying somebody grandpa. <laughs> 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 no, it says uh, it says this wife she's the account. Oh, so so it's almost like a. Almost like a situation with Donair. So Donair, Donair's wife runs his account. So he's saying that Rigo's wife <laughs> runs the account. Oh, man, who knows? But yeah, uh, I mean, like Casemiro, it looks like he's trying to look ahead past his fight and thinks he's going to, you know, beat Rigo now. And then he wants to fight Donair, talking about Donair's a coward. And I'm like, well, I'm like, listen, Rigo's going to. I think Rigano's gonna beat him, beat him pretty soundly. I think it's gonna be a, a, a if it's gonna go twelve, it's gonna be a wide decision win for Rigano. You know, I I just don't think that Casemiro is um, gonna be good enough in this particular fight. You know, so so that's how I got on that one. And and uh, you had uh, of course uh, Gary Antonio Russell uh, on on this uh, channel here, uh, the YouTube channel earlier. Um, yo, he was talking about this fight against Emmanuel Rodriguez. That's going to be a key fight for him because he's still, you know, he's up there amongst like the top, you know, I'd say easily the top 10 uh, fighters in the Bantamweight division. And he's going to be put in position to fight for a world title real soon. So, you know, he, he gets his fight against uh, Rodriguez and gets that win. Then, you know, he'll move on to, you know, either a, um, what is it, like a, a eliminator, final eliminator fight. Or he'll be put in for a title shot, you know. And this is already like an interim title uh, for what WBA interim title, so that's gonna be a key fight for him. Yeah. So which one? Yeah. Which, which, which way he Which way he fight at? One twenty two. One eighteen. One eighteen. He's been away. This is all. This is all been away card. It's all bandweight cards. So you got the thing with uh, Rigo Casemiro. You got, you know, uh, Russell there against Rodriguez. And you're going to have uh, Rache Warren in, the, in this uh, fight card against uh, Damian Vasquez. So it's all bandweight uh, fights. Any of them niggas fight in, in, anyway. That's all I really care about. Nah. Nah. Well, who, who anyway don't have shit going on. Wait, wait wake me up when he fight uh, in, anyway. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, good, good, good luck uh, waking up because <laughs> in a way, he's not going to be put in a position to fight many other fighters except for maybe Donair. You know, I think that's going to be his only avenue of uh, having another fight in the bantamweight division, and they're considering moving him up to super bantamweight. And I'm like, nah, I don't think he should go up to super bantamweight because. If he got, what is it? If he got his eye cracked by Donaire in twenty in twenty nineteen, like imagine what could happen up there at uh <laughs> at Super Bantamweight for him. That that wouldn't be a good look. Yeah. I mean, so, so what? What's the alternative though? But what's the alternative? <sighs> well, Top Rank hasn't done anything for him. They they haven't signed anybody in and around his weight class for him to fight. So if I, I kind of feel like they're not really doing anything with him. They still have nothing announced for him. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You know, 
And and the thing about it is, is like he could have. I'm still I'm still trying to figure out why he even moved why he moved up to 118 when there were still about three or four fights that he could have had at 115. Hey, yeah. I've been saying that. <laughs> Don't get me yeah. started. You know. Uh, and it almost just seems like he just, you know, chose to move up to 118 because he didn't want to be part of that whole thing, you know, uh, with it, with all of those fighters that are out there. He was know. shut out. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know if he could be shut out, you know. Um, <laughs> J-Ro, click the link. J-Ro, click the link. Why am I getting an echo? Y'all hear my echo? Nah, oh. I'm not. Nah, I'm not. Uh, you know, getting it. So, uh, let me see if uh, you know, we could get here. Uh, somebody else uh, joining here in the conversation. I'll uh, repost the the link uh, here in the live on the live cast. There we go. Uh, so want to add in uh, one other <laughs> we all good here, man. All right. All right. Let's talk about this 115. It's not that he didn't want to get in there. It's that they wouldn't allow him in there. Look, look at look at it right now with Yoka. Consider Yoka. He can't get inside that round rob round robin that they have at WBC. It's been quadros, Sisakit since 2014. That's when they first fought. And they're fighting again in September or October. It's been Chukadito Estrada, Quadras. It's been both four fighting each other. They're not letting nobody else in. They didn't want to let the Inui in. They didn't want. They don't want to let Yoka in. Chukadito was supposed to fight Inui, but then he lost, got knocked out by Sisuke. Inui, Inui, not a super flyweight. He's a legit anyway. He couldn't wait and and make the weight. He had to move up. He had to move up because he couldn't make the weight. He tried to get a unification with Anconda, the IBF champion, and turned it down three times. Sean Gibbons. I, I, I messaged him daily about turning down Inouye three times. Jafai, Cal Jafai, the WBA champion at the time, turned Inouye down for Superfly 2. So he moved up. And then we talk about the broken orbital bone, right? Everybody brings this up. Every single time, you know, moving up or how good are you? Oh, he got his eye socket broken. Nobody brings up the world round he got his eye socket broken. Round two, he got his eyes. Then Joe Saunders got his eye socket broken. What happened? He went to the corner and said, No more, get me the hell out of here. Inouye fought for 10 more rounds and won eight out of those 10 other rounds. What are we talking about that he can't go to one finish with hanging this guy? Wow, there you you should, there's your answer. You should be doing PR for NUA, man. <laughs> that was excellent PR. The way you the way you mansplained 115. Everybody has an excuse of why they can't get the fights. Wait a minute. Done. Okay, okay, how come Kasuriuka can't get it? Tell me right now. He could have fought Rat King. Wait, wait. Before he decided to go into the WBSS. No, Kasuda Yoka. I'm telling you right now, Kasuda Yoka. How come he can't get in right now? Say that again. Kasuda Yoka, the WBO champion. How come he can't get inside inside it right now? 
why he can't get NUA? No, why he can't get Chocolatito, Ranking, Estrada. He's the WBO 115 champ. Four division okay, champion. Maybe he, he doesn't want to fight them. He, 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 he called out, he called out Estrada. No, maybe the WBO doesn't want them to fight them. You see how the WBO be playing these funny games, talking about, well, we're not recognizing this guy unless he drops his title. They don't recognize him the second by the WBO. They're not recognizing the secondary title. They're not recognizing the world title. They only recognize it the super title. But again, Ioka called out Estrada. Estrada said, "Nah, I'm gonna fight Racking. I'm gonna fight Chocolatito, because that's where the money is right now. They don't want to fight these other guys." Facts. Yeah, but here's the thing: Anyway, is is with ESPN. Okay. Anyway is one of the most popular fighters in Japan, correct? I agree. I agree. Go ahead. So there should not be a case where fighters are fighting other guys and it's more lucrative. I agree. It should be the most lucrative guy to fight in these divisions. Yes. So what's the problem? Ask Casimiro. Casimiro has an article in Boxing Scene. Oh, when I get through Rerigan there, I want to fight Donair. He didn't mention Inuit at all. Just want to fight him. So he has to either move up to 122 or just fight Bones at 118. Well, 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 the only other option he has is a rematch with Donaire. It's a rematch with Donaire. It was, I think right now, because they, they're going to see what, what they're going to have to do um, in Japan. Uh, we're now that the Olympics are, are wrapping up. I think we're about to hear what, what's next for Inuit. Because under Top Brand's contract, it was the first two fights. He was supposed to be fighting three times a year. But because of the pandemic, it killed those plans. Y'all forget that he signed to fight Casemiro. Casemiro. Before the, yeah, before the, um, before yeah. the whole lockdown thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah but how could you mention him signing to fight Casemiro, but then two seconds earlier, you claiming that Casemiro didn't want to fight him? But I, I guess the landscape changed because now that Donnell has a title and, and it's easy to make because he's with Schaefer, Schaefer has a relationship with Heyman, they can they can move around those two titles. I think, though, if Donnell fights Inouye, if they fight the rematch at the end of the year and Inouye beats Donnell again and he gets three titles, I think Casimir will have no other option. Or Regan, now. Who would y'all rather see? Uh, Donnell rematch or the winner of Regan now? Casemiro. I want to see the winner. I want to see both of them. Yeah, I already saw the no reason yeah. why they still get both. Yeah, there's no reason, but I already saw the rematch. I already saw, I mean, I already, I already saw Donaire. We already saw it. We saw what happened. What's going to change the Yeah, I, I want to see the Rigo Casemiro winner. Yeah, yes. I want the winner. I want the winner. But I, and I think the cats of 122, though, I think those cats, like Stephen Fulton, Stephen Fulton has mentioned Inwin everything. Interview he does, damn near. Fulton wants Inouye. I think I think Fulton will fight Inouye. Um, you know what though? I think if Inouye does move up, he will fight MJ off the rip. He could yeah. probably fight MJ mm -hmm. off the rip. I think so. I think so. Yeah, and and he could at least with that one he could win. I think he mm -hmm. would, he would win that one. Mm -hmm. You know, but yeah, but why would Eddie Hearn make that fight? Why not? If he can, but but the whole thing is, as long as uh, anyways with top rank, 
You think Aaron's gonna t- have anything to do with uh, Eddie Hearn right now? That motherfucker. Well, no, because of the the Fury Joshua situation. Oh, the Fury could be. Yeah. But it's more, yeah, that the Fury Joshua situation, the situation with uh, Lomachenko and Devin Haney, like all of that, like you, you, we really haven't like seen them work together in a sense since the uh, Ramirez, uh, the Ramirez fight uh, unification. You know, he had with, um, you know, that he had over in Texas. So outside of that. Y'all ain't gonna see them two working with each other, you know, you know, very soon. Maybe ain't gonna happen. So that Ramirez hooker fight, that's probably like one of the last ones you're gonna see in a while where those two are gonna work with each other. But I, I also don't think Tom Brady cares about you know. I think they just signed him. Uh, so I don't think they're they're worried about making his fights like I, if they can, I think they'll put him in another network. If the other platform wants to uh pay it. I think Aaron will send him out because I don't think uh, Aaron cares about Inouye like that. He's, Aaron doesn't see Inouye like he sees a Lomachenko or even a Crawford for that matter. Well, that's the, that, that's the weird part about it because, I mean, you know, many uh, do consider Inouye as, you know, the best pound-for-pound pound fighter out there. But you, you remember when he signed him, what I... What I told you what he signed up for, though, right, J-Row? Yeah, yeah, the, but the casino, he wanted the uh, gamblers. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. that was a good investment for what his plan was to do with him, but COVID messed everything up. Yep, yep. Be- because getting, getting those gamblers in Las Vegas, that's all, especially them Japanese gamblers, and they love that damn, they love playing back rack. <laughs> and they would play for hours and hours and hours and spend big money. So, yeah, I understand what the play was, but COVID messed it all up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you can't just say, "Oh, we're gonna attract Japanese gamblers." Who- no, that was a big part. Of- you got to understand, he signed a deal with 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 the with the casino out there. That was a big, I, I yeah. get, big reason. I get what you're saying. That was a big also- reason behind it. That was like a a, a, a cons- considering factor, a uh, mm-hmm. big factor in. It. Yeah, but you also have to have fighters in and around his weight class for him to fight. You can't just rely on anyway to be fighting mandatory mm-hmm. all the damn time. No, but 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 to left his plan, that was the plan. That's why they had the customer unification, and they yeah. had it on the weekend of the NFL draft. Yeah, in Vegas, that was supposed to happen in Vegas. The NFL draft that weekend and the you know, uh, customer unification. But yeah, I understand the play. It just got messed up. They got to figure something else out. Well, maybe maybe they could uh get uh get uh send Josh Greer and put Josh Greer in the ring. With him. And, and, and I think that's why I, I actually do think that's why they uh got uh Josh Greer versus uh Jason Maloney on the undercard. So oh yeah, I mean, but, but, but but understand this: Josh Greer would really be the. I mean, we know what Josh Greer is, but he's yeah. about the he's about the uh most recognizable name. Outside of Donaire, that anyway has fought. Well, I would even say the most recognizable name in America that he's fought. You know, he's been on ESPN, he's been on Showtime, he's been on the TV a lot, which could be a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I agree with uh, Matt that it's not a, it's not going to be a competitive fight. But if yeah. Maloney, if we reach Maloney, I think that's going to be the play. Look, and let, and let, let's keep this a buck. Anytime another like 
besides Mexican because it's, 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 it's known. But anytime another minority knocks out or beats up a black person, people start taking them serious. They don't take them serious until they beat a black person. Am I telling the truth? Well, I don't know if that's Am true, I telling the truth? Anytime a motherfucker start taking them serious when they beat up, I'm mm -hmm. not saying Mexicans because they used to Mexicans and, and Latinos beating up, you know, blacks and Latinos going back and forth. <laughs> but when a person beat up like a white dude beat up a black dude or uh, one Eastern European, they's like, okay, he's serious now. I'm telling you what America is thinking. Yeah, but but we don't know that with the lower weight classes because honestly, Americans don't care about the lower weight classes. That's more yeah, of a, a Latino yeah. Asian thing. That's what. Yeah, that, that's that's part of uh promoting. Intangible says Maloney will likely stop Greer, which is the issue. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you could. Uh, but I, yeah. I do think that's just something to that because I think Rafael Marquez became a house, kind of a household name here because he was only known as former Nell Marquez little brother, but he really became somewhat headlining cards after he knocked out Tim Austin. Who's yeah. from Cincy? Yeah, I'm telling you. It's a pattern. You want to you want to build them up. That's what America. I mean, just the psyche of America. They think, okay, this is really a black person sport. So if somebody could beat up a black person. They good. That's what I'm just telling you. What I've that's, always felt. That's why they like Luca. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like the he's like the. Uh, you don't you don't see nobody like screaming Scalabrini for MVP. Or, or, or Larry Bird. So yeah, that's why they gravitate towards him. See, that's why they wanted to see Luca in the uh, gold medal game against the U.S. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to play into that, especially when promoting in boxing. You got to play into that type of shit, in my opinion. Yeah, especially Yeah, I agree, because boxing is a very uh, nationalistic, racial sport, man. Yeah. So, you don't do it disrespectfully, ain't nothing wrong with it. So they got Mexico versus Puerto Rico rivalries. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, they could, you know, promote it right, then it, 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 it ends up being lucrative, you know. So, uh, but, I mean, right now, it doesn't look like it's going to – you really have that many options for it in a way, at least at yeah. weight. You know, no, so I, like, I, I agree with you, Intangible. Intangible says Greer is on an awful streak of momentum. He lost to uh, Plan Planaya. True, everywhere uh, he is, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah, that, that is true. Fight. Wasn't that, I mean, wasn't it, um, uh, Shakur Stevenson in his corner for that fight against Edward Rodriguez? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, that was it. <laughs> and, yep. Yeah, he didn't look like he was, you know, doing much of nothing in that in that fight. And, and you know, they, they still ended up uh, giving him a draw. So, he yeah, he's going to be um, – yeah, this is gonna be a real. I feel it's gonna be a real tough battle for uh, him. Uh, you know, come Saturday too. But I mean, that's like <laughs> I don't even know about this card either, man. Like Franco Maloney, then Barbosa Jr. versus Antonio Moran and Jason Maloney, Josh Crawford. <laughs> like that is the uh, man. See and. You gonna be watching the Regal Lucha? Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, but no, yeah. Franco Maloney was a good 
bubble main event. You know what I mean? When it, when we yeah, had it was fight, a good, it was a yeah, good COVID yeah. bubble fight. Yeah, but it was not that a headlining fight. It's not a main yeah, event. I seen fight. somebody say, I seen somebody say uh, today. They was like, "This is this is turned out to be a great trilogy." I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> 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 what? this is not a main event fight. You know, this is like an opener. You know what I'm saying? Like something. Yeah, but because the first two ended in controversy, right? How did the first? I remember how the second one ended. How did the first one end? The the first one ended with an upset. Franco upset Maloney. Okay. Yeah. And all thing I know is that if this was a PBC card, this shit would have been open in the telecast. I don't know. After that main event they put on Saturday. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that, that's that's white boy summer. Fox is different. <laughs> Fox is uh, that's, that's that's the the PBC cracker channel. Oh wow. <laughs> Fox they turn to Fox News boxing. That's basically Word. Oh man. But 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 Matt is right though, because um um Gary Antonio Russell versus Manuel uh, Rodriguez is a much better fight than this. And that's the oh, co-main yeah. for Showtime, you know? It's co-main, yeah. yeah. And they've had, you know, they've had a few cards where, you know, you get, like, good fights or either knockouts uh, in, it ends up uh, in and in a knockout. Like, you that uh, Davis Santa Cruz uh, pay-per-view, you know, they had, like, knockouts or stoppages on every fight for that one. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, you had, like, a couple other ones, too, that, you know, ended up being really good. You know, so I'm like, <laughs> it looks like top rank has been dropping the ball when it been, when it comes to matchmaking because this, yeah, this is a real struggle here, man. I'm, yeah, it's a real struggle for me, just to be honest, because they could have, they could have had some. Uh, I watch, I watch those top rank fights maybe on the following Monday after I finish up watching those clashes, Cheney, Cassius Cheney club shows. I'm watching the zone and uh Showtime cards. Intangible said that I I didn't know classic Cassius Claney was what 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 happened to his momentum. I mean I don't want to turn this into a Cassius Claney source, but <laughs> I, I remember he had a little bit of momentum going for a minute, didn't he? Is he the one that knocked out the dude that had his ass crack out? Yeah, if yeah. I ain't mistaken. He's with main events, right? Yeah, with yeah. main events, Duva. Well, there, there's your answer. Yeah, Duva. Uh, so there's that, but yeah, PBC they just had like you know good uh cards. Oh, the one with um Subriel Matias and Jacques Jukambayev with the Donaire on the Donaire Ubali. Uh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and see, the thing about it, like that, that card, a lot of those fights should be on Fox, <laughs> you know, the Lord, not like that, 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 that. Uh, car we just saw the coming Fox and May Astray, whatever his name is. That Mm -hmm. they could have swapped one of them cars out with a car that's on this weekend and put one of them on much better fights. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. I think, um, I don't know like how it works with their deals between Fox and Showtime, but it just looks like, uh, you know, um, Steven Espinosa is more hungry towards getting those type of matchups on Showtime. Honestly, it looks like Fox is more focused on the pay per view side of yes. business. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So they, yeah, they're just looking to you know bringing in that you know Pacquiao Spence, uh, you know potentially the um, you know you might have um, 
what is it? Nah, not not um the rematch between Thurman and Porter because I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna end up happening with that. Um, but you also had a thing, of course, when they did the Wilder Fury. So yeah, they really focused. We got, we got under, under three doing. weeks. We got under three weeks. I mean, under two weeks, I should say. Yeah, it's under two weeks for that. You know, Pacquiao Spence. So so there's that, and the thing is now you got the. Uh, <laughs> the opening for uh, building up uh, Wilder Fury three cents. You're not gonna have Canelo Plant in on September 18th. You know that whole thing was a that's, that was a complete mess. It looked like uh, that looked like 2019 all over again with Canelo. Yeah, <laughs> and you can't blame Oscar this time. But they but they not going. I don't think they go that fast. But uh, so now now that that's coming back up, do you scrape? Do you? Do you do you say, well, we're going to go with Canelo and just we'll wait for Sean and Bud? Do Absolutely that later? not. No. Porter versus Crawford is a better matchup than. I agree. Canelo I agree. Porter. I agree. But I'm saying you run into he's They they keep saying they want to have it November or October. October is already Wilder Fury. So November. Possibly I bet you Bud Showtime Porter. won't mind yeah, doing November, that. November, that's what. Well, if, if they're going to have Bud versus Porter, it's going to be in November. You know, but thing about it is, is that, you know, with the whole thing with the contract going, you know, happening, does this mean that, like, if they push the fight past October and then Crawford has the fight in November and he ends up winning, does it mean he'll he'll be stuck in another contract with top rank? That's a good question. You know, that that's that's the that's the thing about if they're going to actually go forward and try to make that fight. But the thing about it is, you know, we've heard multiple times over that one side has been trying to make that fight. And it, it's been, you know, kind of like put in a, or put on the back burner or they kind of like put it aside. So, you know, having that, you know, being brought up now, that's kind of, you know, weird. And what is it? It's going to be what? A uh, couple days after uh, Pacquiao versus Spence, when the first bid is supposed to be happening, no, I, think I think it's August twentieth, the day before. Well, the day before. Okay, so yeah, that's that's gonna be um, <laughs> the Friday, the Friday before the fight. That's that's gonna be wild if that happens. They actually get to a first bid, you know. That would be yeah. something. Yo, but I, yeah, I, I, I gotta uh, see if that's. Um, and I'm gonna confirm that. You know, confirm that date if that's gonna be. Uh, you know, uh, the twentieth. So what, what's taking them so long to announce Boots' date? I think Boots is fighting on that September 11th card. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it's opening the show. What's taking those boots so funny every time, every day on Twitter? He's rounds in the bag. Just got yeah, rounds in the bag. five miles, you know, something, you know, something like that. You know what I mean, yeah, okay. Well, they, what, did, what, what was the opponent? I don't, yeah. I don't think that's been told, said yet, right? Have that been talked about? No, not the opponent. Not the opponent. No. I mean, because if he's constantly training like this, then. I mean, he's for sure going, you know. What weight sure is he fighting? Huh? What weight? What weight is he going to fight? Because I thought he was going to have. I thought he was, he was going to move up just for one fight and then come back down. I think he was trolling. Oh, okay. When he posted the picture. Yeah, he was trolling. 
But yeah, James was there. You mentioned an opponent, James. I forgot the dude's name you mentioned, though. That possibly. Oh, but that was like for um, if it was going to be for IBF Eliminator, though. Mm. You know, because it could be yeah against Cuchitillo. But that's oh. the thing. If they if they put him in there like against Cuchitillo, and that's like an IBF Eliminator, that might be like a final Eliminator. Oh, the height. What's the, what's his full name? Who Kuchichio Abdul <laughs> Let me see. Because this one dude that be covering uh, that be covering uh, uh, the Eastern European fighters. He says one of them dudes' next fight is coming up. And well, it might it might it might not might end up being Abdul Kakarov. No, but, he no, know. he said Ali Ali Ak Medov. Oh, Ali, I the same guy? Nah. Oh, okay. Nope. That's, that's, you know, that's not, yeah, that's not it, so. I, I'm very interested to see who Boots is going to fight, though, because he put on that great performance in his last fight against Lippin Yats. No steps back. You cannot take a step back an opponent. You got to keep it pushing. You got to get this guy in the world title picture. Yeah. Who was the last guy that, that, that the guy that you just named fought? So I could look him up on Box Track. Abdul Kakarov? Was, was yeah. it Louis Colazzo? Was it Colazzo yeah. that he fought? Okay. Uh, yeah, I thought that's, yeah, I thought that's what his, uh, his last fight was. Or, or ESPN. I remember he fought on ESPN because he was a top-ranked fighter. And top rank uh, recently cut him, and PBC signed him. Stupid. Okay, yeah, yeah, because he was supposed to be Earl Spence mandatory. He is. Yeah, Earl Spence Spence mandatory. he is. Yeah, yeah he is. Uh, they said the what was it the uh, I don't know how, but it was like the Obara fight, uh, like had made him the mandatory. Yeah. Um, so that's how it became the IBF mandatory. You know, All right, oh. so I'm asking this dude if he heard anything. So then, if Boots fights him and beats him as an eliminator, Boots is a uh, special mandatory. I would assume yeah. so. Yeah. And but you never know with section of bodies. Yeah, but and, and, and that's and that's the crazy part about it because um, when's the last time Errol Spence had uh, fought his IBF mandatory? Um, Ocampo was Ocampo. it Ocampo? Yeah, yeah Ocampo. Ocampo. So he got excuse for that, that car accident. Yeah, he yeah, I think that's what it was. He he probably got that exemption. Um so you know, even with even if he was gonna fight many Pacquiao, it's, it ended up being a unification, he still got exempted. But who knows? Maybe after this fight they'll say about calling the mandatory, but that only you know it's the case if they don't have uh the cocker off in the fight. So but we'll see. I think it should be boost against Abdul Kakarov in that uh, September 11th card. I hope so. You know, dude, that'd be a great card. So, like, yeah, that, yeah, that one would be, you know, set up real nice if they, you know, end up doing that. Yeah, but that's going to happen in California, right? Oh, have, have yeah. you figured venue yet? Yeah, California. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be in California. That that's so stupid. Yeah, that's like an East Coast card, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But honestly, it looks like everything is shutting down over oh. here again. Is it again? 
Yeah, because they're, 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 they're saying that you're not allowed to go to any type of establishments unless you can pro uh, provide proof of vaccination. Proof of vaccination. Dude, they, they don't care about that over here. And I don't know. If, they, if, they're, if they're really pushing for that over there. No, it's starting it's starting on, on Sunday. Uh oh, you can't uh -oh. go to no and bars, so like no restaurants, venues? no venues. Ooh, your karaoke, on. your karaoke Ooh. night is over. It's over, bro. Yo, yo, you know, you know, motherfuckers. They they gonna they gonna they gonna hear to that shit for like one yo. or two weeks, and yo. then they be like, "Fuck yo, all that." No, yeah. the city is broke. Yo, man, that's no. Really I'm saying good. the people gonna check for like one or two weeks, and then they gonna be like, "Fuck all that, we going back to." Nah, work. the city is broke. They're gonna have enforcement out heavy at all these bars and restaurants. Oh Ooh. man, but what about what about like? Uh, oh, so they so it's gonna be stop uh, and frisk private, except private for everybody, or, yeah. or or uh or like um residences because um. They're supposed to get a good amount of business come Labor Day weekend, and um, nah, it's they, over, bro. Uh, oh, bad, yo, because they, they shut down the New York Auto Show. Wow, so mm. it, honestly, it looks like that Triller event was the last, was last? big oh, event. Oh, boy, that's gonna yo, be I was your planning on going up. I was planning on going up to New York City for Labor Day weekend. They were going to have some events out there. I mean, you know, well, they could still they could still do it nah. in Philly. I don't understand why they wouldn't do it in Philly with boots on the undercard. Take it to Philly. Well, that's that's what I was asking uh, Ty from Philly, who's like the Philly guy on Twitter. Does he yeah. buy tickets? Because it makes no sense that this yeah. fight is not and, on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. the thing was is like they um. You know, while I was over at uh, Bozy's gym, you know, Fulton was talking about that, like having, you know, having him and, and Boots be part of a fight card in Philadelphia, you know, and having like, you know, as many uh, guys from Philly be part of that card as possible. And I don't see like how they can't really, you know, make that possible uh, there through, you know, either Tom Brown or Steven us, but those are you know, anything like that as far as, like, or who other matchmakers that they have, they could just have those guys be on there. You know what I mean? Especially especially now since um, Paul Crawl was uh, taken off that event in, on uh, July 31st. Yeah, oh, that would be a banger if they put him in. He from Philly too, right? Yeah. He from yep. Pittsburgh, yeah. I think. Oh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, 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 because that's where Robbie know him from. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, Man, y'all could have, y'all could have had like a whole card, man, of Philly yeah, fighters, and it would have been you. You put it on Showtime and put it in the Philly. You could put it Wells Fargo Center or something like that, and that thing would be packed. You know, that thing would definitely be packed. Uh oh, uh, hey Matt, you might be able to ask your question uh, this time around. Let's see, let's see, uh, let's see what we got. <laughs> hey, my guy, my guy Mike is on right now, checking in from Atlanta. Uh, so, so Mike, what you think about the Fox uh, card that oh, was on Saturday it, night? Stop it! You know damn well Mike Grady ain't watching none of those goddamn fights. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. 
This guy's I, lying. He's lying. I wasn't paying attention, but I, I but I had the TV on. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw I saw most of the uh, the fight where the, where the dude got cheated. Was he like Dominican? What was he? The, the uh, dude, he looked sort of black, but I don't think he was. Black. No, Michael Fox, man. Michael Fox, yeah. Oh, he black. Yeah. Hey, you know them light skinned dudes. It's hard to tell. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no man, he's from this area, man. He's from the DMV area. Oh my bad, I'm sorry. Hey, I, I live, I live in on the uh, the lower east side of the states. <laughs> Mike Grady think Drake is Puerto Rican. <laughs> he perm his hair like he do. But <laughs> oh, now I saw most of the fights. I saw um I saw the headlines about the judge as well, the lady judge who seemed to be having an um aversion towards certain groups of people who particularly Vegas? judge the fight. She hate niggas? Is that what you said? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say that on air, but yeah. <laughs> like I said, man, she, she, should be, she should be banned from judging For anything real. It ever. Like, permanent, permanent ban. <laughs> should be a whole permanent ban for her, man. Like, yeah, that's on, just bro. crazy what's going on with that. So what y'all thought about the fight? Do y'all think he did get cheated? I ain't yeah. watched that shit. Yeah, yeah. No, he he did. He did. Like you I said, mean, you didn't watch it, man. Oh no, I ain't watched that shit, man. <laughs> like I mean, like Michael Fox, like he he caught him with the with a very good uh left hook while uh you know Mike Shay was coming in in the second round and knocked him down. But pretty much like most of the fight was just, you know, Michael Fox just controlling the pace with his jab. And then, you know, Maestre just got you know, I just thought he got a little bit frustrated in the second half of the fight. And he really didn't do that much in the second half of the fight. You know, to really, like, you know, make the fight really that close. But for some reason, that judge scored round five through round 12 for Gabriel Maestro. And I'm like, man. Well, we know the reason. Yeah, we, we, we know the reason now. We know the reason. Yeah, yeah well, we, well. I mean, but what, what was crazy reason. was as right. soon as it came out, everybody started saying what they already knew ahead of time. Like, why did y'all wait to say this? Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> you know, you know yeah, that's what pisses me off. Everybody says, "Oh, we knew the fix was in." Well, motherfucker, y'all should have told Michael Fox before the fight. Yeah, should have told Michael Fox before he before he signed on the fight. Right. Him, you know, maybe he could got a little bit more money, and he'll be okay with getting yeah. screwed. Yeah, like at least you know he would be able to get more money off the back end, you know, or something. But yeah, I mean, he, like he comes in as a replacement fighter for Cody Crowley, and and then he puts pretty much like he has a one of the best performances that he's had in his you know career, you know, and he and he came off a loss to Luke Santa Maria uh, from last year, so it was like, oh. and he probably won that fight too, by the way. Yeah, that's a bad part about it. He had another card where Rudy Rudy Berrigan scored it like ninety nine to ninety in favor of Sandoria. I know. I know. So, 
So that's like two, two consecutive fights, man. Like, come on, son. That's the crazy part about it. But you know, but again, uh, there, there's some scorecards where it's just incompetence, and it's not good. But you know, it's whatever. But to me, this one was different, man. That's this is not incompetence. This is just straight corruption. Now let me ask you a question, Jero. Yeah. Because we're all focused on this woman judge, but there were two other judges that also scored the yeah. fight. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, it are all. Do you believe all three scorecards uh, all are three. corrupt? Yes, yes, because the other judge, one of the other judge is also a WBA judge from Venezuela. Uh, let me see. Ooh, Mariano? Yes. All right, so Mariano had scored from the fifth round to the twelfth round all but one for Gabriel Mastri. Wow. Yes. And, and, and he's a, another WBA official from Venezuela. WBA sponsors Maestri. My my, my was doing their little WBA shows that they do over there in South America. They had a WBA uh, photographer working Maestri's corner. This dude is a WBA fighter. Wow. We do WBA the, wait, it's a photographer who's working. Yeah. yeah. So this, oh, my God. This was not, this was not a... And you know, a person not knowing how to score, or a bad angle, or just a wacky uh, scorecard. This was corruption. Yeah, this was. They had this set up. Dude, they try to go in there with skin gloves. Yep. Yeah, this is mad. Yo, let's bring in uh, another one to come into the talk here, live boxing talk uh, with the boxing source, intangible. What's going on? Uh, nothing too much. It's about 10 p.m. for me. Had a tiring day. Looking forward to these weekend spots, really. That's it. What fight are you looking most forward to? Uh, Casimiro Rigondeaux. I think the best card top to bottom is probably Golden Boys. But I think Showtime's main event is the best, without a doubt. Because that fight has... it's all, it, it almost has bizarre intrigue. With an inactive old fighter who still is dangerous, who's still extremely savvy and experienced, and a young guy coming off of a bit of momentum who's been outboxed, who's lost before, and has a little bit of uncertainty and inconsistency about him. And while the worst card is easily fight camp, so yeah. Oh, shit. I forgot fight camp was this week, too. Yeah, but that but this this week this weekend of fights that they have for fight camp, like it, it ain't even, you know really worth mentioning. So that's 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 like, man, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's the thing too, though the Golden Boy thing. Uh, you know, headline, you know, by Virgil Ortiz against Gennady Kovalyovskis. Yeah, that's going to be uh, yo, really uh, interesting bout. Yeah, I almost you know, forgot yeah. about that one because last week Virgil Ortiz tweeted out fight week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I almost forgot about that one. I was like, yeah. Wednesday by the time I realized he meant next week. <laughs> the undercard is very good, though, because you have a very good trilogy, actually. Uh, Rene Alvarado versus Roger Gutierrez genuinely going to be a good fight, and the last fight was a war where uh, Rene Alvarado got dropped three times and still made a very good fight of it and lost in an upset. 
and then you have Wilfredo Mendez defending his title in a fight that he could potentially lose against Carlos Buitrago, and also the brother of Rene Alvarado, Felix Alvarado, making a defense against Eric Lopez, who's improved a lot over recent years. So that's... It's an undercard full of a lot of... Except for maybe the Mendez fight... The entire card should be full of like very good action-packed fan-friendly fights. Yeah, Golden Boy is putting on some great cards. After uh, they've been putting on some great cards, so they may not have the deepest stable uh, compared to some others, but their matchmaking is excellent. Yeah, they've been putting on some very good cards. Yeah, they yeah they they have like a you know very good uh, thing for like doing the matchmaking on there. Uh, for Golden Boy, um, that, it'd be nice know, if, they, if, they, if if they if if they like you, they gonna they, they gonna do right by you. It's just the ones that they don't really mess with, like Prince Sean Cruz and Rashid Ellis. Yeah, you know? yeah, Rashid Ellis. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so that's the thing about it is that they they really don't put you know them in in position for you know those type of fights that you know could really build them them up. Yeah, you know, because they could have been they could have been building really uh, Ortiz versus uh, oh, Rashidi Ellis. Ellis. Yep, you know they wouldn't even have to look outside for Ortiz after this fight because after this fight they probably going to start looking outside for him, looking outside the Golden Boys stable. Yeah, because I mean you already got you know this with Kabalioski, so they're gonna be like, you know, what else could uh, what other options they could have for you know Virgil Ortiz? I mean they. You know, they still wanted to see about him potentially, you know, fighting Terrence Crawford, but I, I, I don't really see that, you know, uh, happening for him. So, I don't know. Yeah, the, the, the crazy part is, I mean, Rashidi Ellis is coming off of the best victory of his career against uh, Alexis Rocha, a fight where some predicted him to lose, a very hard fight against a 14-0 prospect. Yeah. Alexis Rocha was already back in the ring in June on the Sarameda post-liminaries, uh, Mungia Sarameda uh, card. And back in the ring months before Ellis has even been in talks to fight anyone. So. Yeah, but yeah. Rocha, Rocha was supposed to be the guy that wins. That's, that's, yeah. that's what you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. When, when the right guy doesn't win, the, the, he's not going to get the push that he's supposed to. Same thing happened with Rigo when he beat the hell out of Donita Donaire. They put him up against Egbeko, who's not a really exciting fighter. Instead yeah. of feeding him, Top Rank know how to how to how to match. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, come yeah. on, man. They know how to put you in with fighters that people care about. But you know they pick and choose when to do it. You know what? I I wouldn't be surprised if they end up trying to make a rematch between Ellis and Rocha. They, they, they did it with uh, Ellis and uh, what's his name? Gomez? Was it Gomez? Fast Eddie Gomez. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They did that with him. Uh, he knocked him out in the first round, and then uh, they did a rematch, and Ellis was still out for a year. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> yeah, it just looks like, uh, yeah, they really setting up, uh, setting up Rashidi Ellis, man. I'm like, come on, he's there at 23 and 0. You mean to tell me that y'all can't get fights for the kid? Well, hopefully, he can get out of his contract. Shit, yeah. Ellis versus uh the dude that uh uh Virgil just beat, uh the country boy from uh top rank. I mean from uh, uh, uh Marvin Smith. Yeah, Marvin Smith. Yeah. 
Yeah, what happened to uh, Thundura? Wasn't he supposed to be headlining the card in Minnesota? Yeah, he was supposed to be on the card we just saw. But like I said, everything everything's in flux. Everybody's moving around right now. Thundura is supposed to be Sergio fighting Garcia. Sergio Garcia. Yeah. That fight was rumored for like two different dates, too. I think it was I mean, actually. They're they saying it's in flux. Like, like they're they saying it's in flux. Like they got to uh, renegotiate Canelo Plant. These ain't great fights. Well, yeah, <laughs> but they, they got to they gotta <laughs> set up the schedule. Great. Yeah, I guess, but Jesus Christ, it ain't that hard, in my opinion. And, and keep in mind, we still have um, some very well known PBC fighters that don't have any fight prospects yet, you know? We're still waiting for Gary Russell Jr. We're still waiting to see what's going on with Keith Thurman. Uh, we're still waiting to see what's going on with Luis Ortiz. There's like a, a lot of moving parts that PBC still has to put together for the end <laughs> now, of the year. Now, here, here, now here's the thing too with, you know, you mentioned Luis Ortiz. Like one of the fights that was uh, potentially mentioned for him was against Andy Ruiz Jr., yeah. Now would now here's the thing would they try to make that like a, a fox like an actual fox card or will they even try to do a uh, pay per view uh, with that? Oh, also another fighter there possibly if he could you know get his wish to stay active and that's Adrian Broner man. So. It's still like a good number of uh, fighters out there that that have not been able to get in the ring this year. And we got like what about another four months left after this? Well, sure. I think what we're gonna see is PVC is gonna have a very strong finish to the year. Well, let's uh, hope. In, the, in the back end, who knows? But but also, what what you were talking about earlier though. Uh, with New York City, how they're how they're going to be handling things if that you know goes through, that could stop a whole lot of uh, activity as far as like fight cards that they that you know people wanted to do. They wanted to fight it like MSG or Barclays. They won't be able to you know go there. You know, yeah, it's not not, not only is it going to stop a lot of fights in New York City, I think it's going to stop a lot of fights on the whole East Coast because New York City is the Basically, yeah. the leader of the East Coast. So, uh, New Jersey already announced. Yeah. I've been watching. I've, I've been paying, ch- trying to keep up with what's shutting down and what's staying open. And it look, and, uh, New Orleans just shut down the Jazz Fest for October. Oh, shit. Two months early. Because oh. of COVID. So. Something's cut, man. It, this is the, And this ain't looking good. Man, this is some bullshit, man. Listen, I'm telling you right now, this whole shit turned me into a COVID idiot, man. I'm telling you. You had to shit. You know how bad it is. Bro, whoever want to get sick, let them get sick. All right? That's it. No, Enough no, no. But you can't do that because, because the sick people who don't want to get vaccinated helps the virus mutate. I don't care. Herd immunity. So then, <laughs> yeah. You'll never get herd immunity. You know, still don't have herd immunity from the flu. We still had herd immunity from the flu. So when the unvaccinated gets sick and the virus mutate, and then you're gonna end up with a variant that is vir that is vaccination resistant, and we all fucked. Listen, I need to be entertained. Enough. Okay, well get your fucking shot, nigga. (laughs) 
Enough is enough. Couldn't even defend yourself. Had me defending you because you couldn't even tight enough to breathe. Why 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 should I go get a shot when I already had COVID? The shot because you can get it again. And you can get there it are with different the variants, Matthew. There are different variants. You can yeah. get it again. Oh boy. So you telling me that a vaccine will protect me more than the antibodies that I got from getting COVID. Yes. I don't believe that. Studies have proven that. You, okay, okay, okay. Listen, listen, listen. Yo. Don't talk to me. Hey. Have you asked your doctor have you asked your doctor this question? Yeah. I ain't talking to no doctor. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, man. Yo, we going we going There you go. There you go. research. We we did, yeah, we've pretty much like almost gone on two hours here with this uh, particular show, though. But like, that's what I said. Yeah, I said when I got my vaccine, y'all know I said I am never, never not wearing my mask because these motherfuckers ain't gonna cooperate. I knew it was coming. Oh, I knew it man. was coming. I knew it was coming because these motherfuckers is hard headed and Americans oh, think you can't tell them to do nah, shit. They think everything is a freedom. I don't trust the vaccine while they stuffing uh, their face with a fucking Big Mac. They, they couldn't tell you what's <laughs> in this shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we are at a point in this. God. I'm going to put a close to this particular version of the show. Big up to everybody for joining in this hey. conversation and we'll we'll get back Matt, at it man i want to yeah. let me say something when you, when you finally hit that, yeah. that 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 thing that you're trying to hit and your little wee wee start leaking don't go to the doctor uh, <laughs> trust your antibodies from the other times you done had gonorrhea okay <laughs> trust the antibodies Uncultured version of the podcast is you know, to a close. With that being said like i said at the end of every show the point of box says hit back and hit i want to hit his rebuttal right? <laughs> oh shoot! Hey, we'll, we'll get that. We'll, we'll get that off the air. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs>